Powered by Righteous Media. Welcome to Independent Americans. Welcome to episode 202. A special extra gift of an episode to start Hanukkah, celebrate Festivus, and begin your Christmas early. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. As we recognize the Festival of Lights, gather around the Festivus pole, and get ready for Santa, we're getting one more holiday surprise this year. And that means it's still a time to stay vigilant. Thank you so much, Mr. President. Of course, thanks my partisan support, thanks Congress, and, and thanks from our just ordinary people to your ordinary people, Americans. I really appreciate. I think it's very difficult to, to understand what does it mean when we say appreciate, but but you really have have to feel it, and thank you so much. The world got a special holiday surprise this week, as heroic Ukrainian President Zelensky arrived in Washington D.C. After 300 days of war, he arrived in Washington to meet President Biden, address Congress and thank the American people, and to be gifted with a special round of much-needed support for the Ukrainian war effort. He'll get another $1.6 billion in support from the United States. That support will include much-needed Patriot missile batteries to help finally close the skies over Ukraine, guarding them against missiles and rockets and air attacks that have killed so many civilians across the country and throughout this war. They'll also be getting something very special in their stocking, JDAMs, Joint Direct Attack Munitions from the United States military. It's basically a strap-on guidance kit that turns dumb bombs into super accurate, adverse weather durable smart munitions. It's the kind of stuff that will make Hanukkah a little happier and Christmas a little more merry inside Ukraine because it'll save lives. Because as we tuck into our blankets and celebrate with our families, the Ukrainians are spending this holiday at war, in trenches, under air raid sirens, and in bunkers. But they'll also know that America has their back. We've covered it on this show from the beginning of the war, and we will never stop covering it because it is the most important story of our time. But there's good news this holiday as we finally get to appropriately recognize the heroism of President Zelensky and the brave Ukrainian people, and we get to send them home with some much-needed gifts. But before Congress goes home for the holidays, they've got one more critical gift to deliver to the good little boys and girls across this country and across Afghanistan. The Afghan Adjustment Act has not passed. We've covered it on this show as well. And right now, as I record this, American veterans and Afghan allies are camped outside the same Capitol building that President Zelensky spoke in. So as we double down our support for our Ukrainian allies, American veterans and Afghan allies were outside the same building begging for support. 
And this one's on, in particular, Senator Chuck Grassley from Iowa, who is the ultimate Grinch who continues to block this. But it's also on President Biden, Secretary Blinken, and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan to explain why they haven't done more to support the Afghan Adjustment Act. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, there's a Christmas miracle and the Afghan Adjustment Act passed. But it's a long shot, and it would indeed be a Christmas miracle because President Biden and too many others have been too silent on this issue. Why haven't they been doing press events? Why haven't they been pressuring Senator Schumer to pass it? Why hasn't the president just walked outside the Capitol to stand with the Afghan Adjustment Act Firewatch, with veterans and leaders like Matt Zeller, who's joined us on this show? Is it because he doesn't want to talk about Afghanistan after the debacle of the withdrawal? At the end of the day, it's on the president more than anyone else in America. He made the call to pull out of Afghanistan, and he has to protect our Afghan allies now and forever. And I hate to bring anything but good feelings this holiday time, but reality is important. And the reality is the president has never met with Afghan evacuees, not once. He's never met with Matt Zeller or countless other American veteran leaders who are pushing for the Afghan Adjustment Act. It looks like he just doesn't care enough to spend any political capital on it. And the right and Fox News has been hammering President Biden on not going to the border. But he's not even walking over to the Capitol from the White House to meet the AAA Firewatch. And he can't use the excuse of the Republicans' opposition to pretend his hands are tied. He can solve this now. He can deliver the Christmas miracle we need. He can pressure Senator Schumer to allow an amendment floor vote on the Afghan Adjustment Act that would surely pass. He just has to hear our calls now and act. President Biden blew it on the Afghanistan pullout. He shouldn't blow it again now. He just has to act. Maybe while he's in Washington, Ukrainian President Zelensky can meet with our veterans and allies camped outside the Capitol. And maybe he can get President Biden to do the same. Our politicians have failed to get this done. And Zelensky is a man of action. Maybe he can get it done. It would be an amazing holiday surprise and a winter blast of joy. Just when we need it most. Which is what the World Cup final turned out to be, too. What a beautiful thing. That was the greatest sporting event I've ever seen. The quality, the drama, the magnitude was unprecedented. And Argentina and the great Lionel Messi beat France and Mbappe in an amazing World Cup final shootout. It's been a long time since something has given so much of the world so much joy and positive excitement. It was a truly global moment. The most globally shared thing we've had on Earth in a long while. It was the best World Cup ever. So let's try to keep that feeling going for as long as possible. Let's continue to spread the joy, not just this holiday season, but into 2023. There's lots to drink to this holiday. And if you want to keep up the holiday drinking, on Friday night, I will join Chris Cuomo on News Nation's Cuomo for a new regular Friday night segment we're calling I'll Drink to That. We did it last week. We talked about the vets sleeping outside the U.S. Capitol, advocating for the Afghan Adjustment Act. We talked about Patriot missiles to Ukraine, and we talked about why ties in the NFL suck. We also drank really good tequila and took calls. 
If you want to join us and spread a little holiday cheer, tune in this Friday at 8.40 Eastern for my next visit. You can also call in if you like, and you can send me your topics to Toast To Now on social media or at independentamericans.us. It's been a wild, exhausting, tumultuous year. But we can finish it with gratitude and by sharing joy and sharing positivity. All we want this Hanukkah and Christmas and Festivus is support for Ukraine, passage of the Afghan Adjustment Act, and of course, world peace. And most of all, I hope we can all continue to spread light to contrast the heat. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. And to do my little part in doing that, I'm going to share with you an extra piece of Jason Alexander content. Jason Alexander, our dear friend and the famed star of Seinfeld, beloved American actor and comedian, joined us last episode for our annual Festivus Conversation. If you haven't heard it, please go back and check it out. But right now, I'm going to share with you, as a special holiday treat, a little extra content. He's going to talk about his favorite things about the holidays, who makes him laugh, and what countries from the World Cup he likes best. So here it is, an extra dose of Jason Alexander and an extra dose of light to contrast that heat. Welcome to an extra special holiday dose of content to help you spread a little more joy this holiday season. Welcome to Independent Americans, episode 202. Jason Alexander, back with an extra clip just for you. Uh, Jason, what is your favorite thing about uh, the holidays? Is there a favorite food or a favorite song or a favorite thing? I mean, you know, the Festivus thing, you're probably sick and tired at this point in your life. But is there a, what's a favorite of yours? Uh, I'll tell you the thing about it that I love, honestly. Yeah. Is that at least in my industry, it all stops. Mm. So it is the one time of the year where I and most of my friends um, are not thinking about anything other than our, our families and our community. There's nothing pulling us away. There's nothing distracting us. There's nothing that we're working on that's going to happen in the next two weeks. Everything stops. And uh, that part of our lives shuts down and goes silent. And I'm able to really just look at my family and friends and go, Hey, let's get together for dinner. Hey, let's have a party. Let's, hey, let's, you know, there's all these parties that are going on. And I always think parties are, you know, are a little bit uh, anxiety because, you know, it's like, I have to have a good time. But our parties are really more about, I haven't seen you for a while. Let's just get in a room together and check in with each other. It, it, it's the best part of it for me. You know, I'm not, um, I, I'm, I'm Jewish, but I'm not religious, you know. So we, we light a menorah because that's what I did. You know, that's what my parents did and my grandparents did, but we're not, we're not doing the prayers. We're not, we're not doing that. Um, and and I wasn't raised with Christmas. So to, to celebrate Christmas. So I don't have any of those traditions, but it's really just that time of year where everything can get a little quiet Mm. and you focus on, on the people that actually 
are part of your life and not I the love I love it. I think, and it's, it's, I gotta tell you, my, I think, you know, my wife used to work at CAA for 15 years. Yeah. And it was literally the only time that place shut down. Right. Mm-hmm. And it would shut because that Hollywood community is serious about shutting down. Yeah. And, you know, they can finance and other places. You still got folks working, but there, I think it was part of like the, the good part of the Hollywood culture is that, yeah. you know, maybe the early days of Hollywood, everybody said, this is how it's going to be in Hollywood. And it's legit. Like you can't find people. And it would be some, when my wife was really working hard, it'd be the only time she would take a break, you know? Yeah. And, and that was, that's a really, I love that. Um, you're obviously a very accomplished artist and, and uh, creator. Are there any um, comedians or writers that you love right now that you'd recommend? Um, Thank you. Who makes you laugh? Well, I'm always impressed with the guys that have to do it every day. Mm. So I, I give a shout out to all the late night <laughs> hosts, whether I you know watch them regularly or not. They have to pump that stuff out five times a week. Uh, I love Andy Barowitz in mm. the New Yorker. Mm. He's a brilliant satirist, uh, and you know, and he has to pump it out all the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of who I'm reading right now. I, I tell you, I mean, he's not a comedian, but he's a very funny guy, and it's where a lot of my new thinking and ideas are coming from. I follow this guy on Instagram and I have for about a year and a half now. And he's an, he's an Indian, um, you know, guru. He's literally a guru. Uh, he, he goes by the name Sad Guru, which I believe is S A D H guru or S A H D guru. Um, he reminds me so much of, you know, my grandparents, my grandfather, <laughs> he's like a little old Jewish man, completely not a little old Jewish man. But his wisdom comes out very funny. He actually says things that are very funny and very simple and very profound. And I'll I'll share one with you just to give you a taste of what he does. So he talks about, somebody asked him, you know, how how do you find gratitude? How do you remember, you know, whatever. And he goes, every morning when you wake up, you open your eyes, what's the first thing you do? You think about what you have to do with your day, what you're not going to get to, what you're going to make a mess of. You think about what you did yesterday, how it went badly, how it went well, how you're going to build on it, how you're going to avoid it, how you're going to this, your obligations, your sins, your fantasies, your your aches, your pains, right? You know what I do every morning? I open my eyes. You know the first thing I do? First thing, I smile. Because I got to see the light of this day. Mm. Five million people did not wake up this morning. I did. So can you not open your eyes and just smile that you get this day? You'll make the same mistakes. You'll have the same fears and the same doubts. And you'll have your triumphs and you'll have your loves and you'll have your crises and you'll have what's important that isn't really important. But just in that one moment, if you smile and say, I'm alive, I get another day. And it's that stuff. I, I'm, I sure, that. He's, That's I'm amazing. sure he's written I books. I love when I tell, he's funnier than I am. He's, he says he's <laughs> much funnier. Way. I love that, though. Yeah. It's the right perspective. I love Absolutely. that. I mean, it's, uh, I've learned so much from this guy. Um, and I, I have a so our, our almost our, our youngest will be four in February. He still ends up in our bed every night. And, and, and we like this morning we woke up and the whole bed was wet. And I was like, 
And he occasionally wants a bottle again. And we were like, fuck it. Like there's some things we're just like, we're not going to, you know, sure. we're not, not a hill we're going to die on. Right. And so it was always this moment where like, is it water? Is it milk? Is it pee? It's like, it's like a whole, you know, I don't know if you've seen the show. Is it cake? Right. Is it cake or is it not cake? And the other thing we have in this house is, is it, is it mud? Is it chocolate or is it poop? Right. We don't know. Like when you have two boys running around this house, it might be mud. It might be chocolate. It might be poop. Are you going to smell sure. it? You're going to taste it. How are you going to figure it out? Just yeah. an hour ago on the couch behind me, I was like, oh, there's a thing. Is it is it mud? Is it poop? Or is it chocolate? I don't know. But that's like, you know, that's pretty much how our days have been starting for yeah. going on eight years now. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I, am, I am grateful for them. And I, I know that every time I open my eyes, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to do it. Um, let me, let me ask you one last question, Jason, any, um, actually I wanted to ask you something else. I know you're not a world cup fan. I want you to tell me which country you like better. Okay. Croatia, Argentina. Only because I, this is based on nothing having to do with sports, nothing having to do with anything other than this. Yes. Somebody just sent me photos from a trip they took in Croatia. It was the most beautiful landscape, cities, watersides I've ever. I, I mean, we're suddenly like, I think we have to go to Croatia. So I'm going to go with Croatia. I like that. I like yeah. as we record this, they are losing two to nothing. I think Messi has scored sure. another goal. Sure. But that's, the, the other way, matchup, that's the story of my life. This is why I don't no, follow no, I, I think you're right. I'm the kiss of death. I'm rooting for Croatia, too. I mean, I've been to Argentina. I have not been to Croatia. And then in the other matchup, we've got Morocco versus France, right? Which is like I said, if you're not rooting for Morocco, you kind of don't know history here, right? Uh, so, you know, this is they, they may not win the soccer game, but like there's a lot of payback baked into this yeah. one. But, but, you know, France, Morocco. What do you, what do you think, Jason? Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, a, I'm Morocco. Give me Morocco. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anything that, has two, anything that has two C's in their name. I don't know why. I just like it. <laughs> France only has one C. Not as good. <laughs> uh, I, I, I am thankful for you for sticking around. I hope you have an amazing holiday. Congratulations again on the grandson and everything. Um, you're, you're a true gem, man. And I hope that you do fireside chats every day. I wish we could just like turn on the microphone and follow you around when you do whatever the hell you do, <laughs> fixing your bathroom and everything else, man. But Oh, no, please, God. <laughs> we'll be we're doing the kitchen next. Talk to me in about three months. I'll, we'll, you'll see a totally different guy. I'm sure your agent is trying to pitch it right now. Like, just chase it in the bathroom for the next two years. Yeah, Thanks. exactly. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate Thanks, you. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. I just want to thank you all again for the incredible support all year long. I'm going to have one more little special episode for you next week. Look out for that, and I'll bring you a final dose of the five eyes to end 2022. Independence, integrity, information, inspiration, and impact. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. Thank you for listening. Once again, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Festivus, and especially right now, Down with Putin. Slava Ukraini. Welcome to America, President Zelensky. And stay vigilant, America. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. No crocodiles or rhinoceroses. I only like hippopotamuses. And hippopotamuses like me too.
Media.